You're listening to the Social Spectrum Podcast with Gina Galeotto. Here we prove that success on social media and in entrepreneurship is not one size fits all and discuss thriving online through the lens of different personality types, lifestyles, and neurodiversity. Success lives on a spectrum, so your impossible search for the one right way to grow your online business ends here. On the Social Spectrum Podcast, we'll unfold your right way instead. Let's dive in. Many of you have told me that you're still working your day job or you're still working for someone else in some capacity. But if you're here, you're more than likely also a content creator or aspiring content creator, or at minimum, you're an entrepreneur who uses social media. And whether you are working full-time hours at your day job or part-time hours at your day job, I know how hard it is to juggle both and to stay motivated at being a content creator while you are also spending so much of your time and so much of your day using your energy for another job and working for someone else, especially as a neurodivergent creator. I really struggled with this. It took me a long time to understand what worked for me as far as taking control of my energy, my time, and my schedule in order to balance both my day job and pursuing content creation as a career as well at the same time. As someone with ADD and OCD and anxiety and oftentimes depression at the time, it was hard enough for me to handle my regular day job, let alone pursue a whole separate career path alongside it. So if that sounds like you, if you for any reason are struggling to balance both, here are some tips in no particular order that really, really helped me to stay organized, to stay focused, to use my energy efficiently, and overall to succeed during the time when I still was working my day job. One of the very first things I would consider doing is determining if you are going to work under batch days or themed days when it comes to content creation and pursuing your content creation goals. So batch days are more commonly talked about, and that is whenever you set aside one day of the week or one day of the month where you batch create all of the content that you need for the remaining week or month in that one day. And that works for a lot of people. It oftentimes doesn't work for me and other neurodivergent creators because it is so hard to predict like when our energy is going to spike and whenever it's going to dip. And so for me, I would like put a date on my calendar to batch content and then I would let myself down because that day would come and I would be like so low energy. I would have no motivation. And then at the same time, I wasn't leveraging my high energy days because I just happened to not have a batch day scheduled for that day. And so what works for me a lot better is to do themed days. And this is whenever I set aside some time every day to work on specific tasks that I need to get done. So for example, after or before I would work my day job that day, I would spend, I don't know, one to three hours and I would have it preset however long I was going to do it. And on Mondays, I would work on scripting content. And on Tuesdays, I would work on filming content. On Wednesdays, I would edit that content and so on and so forth. And so that way, because I know for a fact that throughout each and individual day, my energy ebbs and flows and I have peaks and I have lows. And those are going to be a lot easier to predict than long term. And so what I would do is I knew that being kind of a night owl, a lot of my energy would come towards the end of the day. 
And so that is whenever I would schedule kind of my higher energy tasks for that day. But I made it a habit to work on something every day. And that made it so much easier than, again, trying to do absolutely everything, at least for me, in one day. But again, I want to emphasize that that was just me. For people in different situations, like just as an example, maybe you're already working a job and you have kids who have all different extracurricular activities that you need to go to and fro from. And for you, maybe it is so much easier to put one day on the calendar where you can get a nanny and you can maybe even call off work or maybe it's a weekend, whatever, and actually batch all of that content. So I'm not saying one way is right or wrong, but I'm saying you need to decide which one is going to work best for your schedule and for your energy, batch days or themed days. So kind of following that up, once you make that decision, you're inevitably going to have to decide where you're going to make sacrifices because sacrifices are going to be inevitable in this process. If you are working towards your dream life, you're working towards a whole separate career while working another one, it's going to happen. You're going to have to give up a thing or two. So for example, if you do choose batch days, are you going to sacrifice a day from your weekends? Are you going to sacrifice your sick days or your vacation days for work? Are you going to sacrifice some of your paycheck to get a babysitter so that you can batch create? These are things that you're going to have to think about and to accept. And then on the other hand, for themed days, are you going to sacrifice your lunch break each day? Are you going to sacrifice your TV time at the end of the day? Are you going to wake up a couple hours earlier than you usually would in order to get your work done for content creation? Again, these are sacrifices that you want to think about and make sure that you're okay with. And then you need to schedule your tasks for content creation as non-negotiables in place of those things into your actual calendar. I can't stress enough how much that helped me. Again, not everyone's the same, but actually having something set as kind of an appointment or at minimum a task in your calendar, I've found can really help hold you accountable. Now, something else that helped me so much with juggling my nine to six and my content creation goals was creating actual firm boundaries. And we can say we have boundaries all day long, but what I ended up doing is writing out two different types of boundaries. And so I called these my consistent boundaries and then my backup boundaries. And so my consistent boundary, just as an example, would be like, I will not work at all on neither my nine to six nor my content creation on Sundays. So every single Sunday, non-negotiable, I'm not working. That was a boundary that was consistent. And I wrote it down. And then for my backup boundaries, these were scenarios that may or may not happen. And so what I did was I kind of made when if statements. So what I mean by that is just as an example, one of mine was when I feel overwhelmed by juggling both my nine to six and content creation, I will take a three day break from social media. And I would get so specific with the what I would do. So I wouldn't just say, then I will take a break from social media because then the break is bound to be, you know, indefinite. I would actually say I would take a three day break. And again, wrote it down. This is going to be so important, especially if you are like me and you're prone to getting flustered and overwhelmed. 
You need something to ground you. You need a next step. You need a game plan. Because for me, so many times I would find myself getting flustered on this journey of trying to be a content creator, which is understandable. And then I would be like, well, I don't know what to do next. You know, I I give up. And then for a few days or maybe weeks or maybe months sometimes, depending on the situation, I would be completely unmotivated. I wouldn't be posting. Or if I was posting, I was hating everything I posted. I wasn't feeling confident in front of the camera, et cetera, et cetera. So I needed actual boundaries and steps that I could take in certain scenarios and on a consistent basis in order to keep me sane and to avoid burnout as often as possible. Something else that did so much for my workflow as a content creator was establishing CEO days and employee days. Now, I am a one-woman show pretty much. I do have a podcast manager and I do have a part-time assistant. However, I don't necessarily have employees. I do the majority of my tasks. And especially at the time that I'm talking about when I was working my day job as well, I definitely did 100% of my content creation tasks. And so when I say CEO and employee days, I don't necessarily mean literally. I just mean categorizing your tasks in that way. So for example, CEO tasks would be like needle moving tasks in your business that pretty much can only be done by you. So for me, that would be like recording my UGC ads or my content because I have to be in it. My face has to be there. I have to be the one doing it. It's a CEO task. And then on the other hand, employee tasks, I considered those to be things that were like upkeep and they kept my business or my content creation goals going, but they weren't necessarily needle moving. So by that, I mean responding to emails, sending contracts, things that could be done by an employee and don't necessarily have to be done by me and don't require me or my brain or my presence. And the reason that I would separate these tasks, even though I was a one-woman show, is because it became very apparent to me that my CEO tasks took a lot more energy and they drained me a lot more than my employee tasks. But my employee tasks felt very redundant. So even though they were easy, they were kind of monotonous. So they both had their pros and cons. But what I realized is that I could schedule those to my advantage, meaning I know that consistently, just as an example for me, throughout the week, I tend to start off the week with high energy. I tend to dwindle out and get kind of really low motivation towards Wednesday and Thursday even. And then I tend to regain a lot of my energy and get re-inspired and re-motivated on like Friday and unfortunately oftentimes Saturday, which is why I find it hard to stop working on the weekends. But what I did was realizing that I would schedule my CEO tasks, my big ones for the beginning of the week and the end of the week when I knew I was going to have more energy and my monotonous ones for the middle of the week whenever I knew I would be low energy and I would just want to be able to do those easy tasks in front of the TV. And this, the job I was working was work from home. But this also applies to like if you are going to an office and working a job like that or even working from home. But if you just say you have 
set meetings every single Wednesday, you would know that maybe you should do schedule your employee tasks for that day so that you can have a low energy task to do when it comes to content creation because you had a high energy task to do when it came to your nine to six. So it just kind of helps balance everything out. Instead of overloading yourself on any one day, it enables you to balance the weight of your tasks throughout the week slash month. I hope that makes sense. So we've mostly talked about ways to structure your workflow and schedule your tasks, but now I want to talk about a couple of ways to actually stay motivated during this time. So one thing I did that really, really, really helped, I swear by this, is I shouted my goals from the mountaintops. I told coworkers, I told friends, I told family that I wanted to be a content creator and I was going to do it and that I was working on it on the side of my nine to six. And the reason this was so impactful is that, first of all, it was very unlike me. Like my tendency is to hide my goal so that if I fail, then no one saw and it's not embarrassing. But this works because of that. It holds you accountable. If you start telling people your goals, it keeps you motivated because people are going to ask how it's going. Maybe they're going to follow your socials, etc. And this just makes it real. It's not even just about holding yourself accountable. It makes it real. It puts action into the universe. Telling people is kind of like your first real action. So that's why I think it is so important. If you've been kind of holding this dream close to your heart, I really, really urge you to let it go and to share it with the people who are closest to you. And last, but certainly not least, you must understand and know your why. Meaning why are you doing this? Why is content creation worth pursuing on the side to you? What's it going to do for you? How is it going to change your life? All of those things. Because the truth of the matter is that you are going to burn out, period. At some points, you're going to burn out. I'm so sorry to be the one to tell it to you. And guess what? Your engagement is going to drop 100% at some points. Again, it's a fact. And so during those hard times, whenever it gets tough for any reason, you need to be able to have something to hold on to, to remember why it is all worth it. Because if you're here and you're still listening and you follow me in any capacity, you know it is all worth it. Trust me, I know it is tough to balance both, but I know for a fact that with patience, with perseverance, a little strategic planning and be on your side, you can do it. So don't give up. Keep going. You've got this. If you liked this episode, it would make my day to hear about it. Please don't hesitate to share your thoughts on Instagram and tag me at Gina Galliotto or shoot me a DM letting me know so I can continue sharing episodes you love. And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to the Social Spectrum podcast and leave a five-star review so we can stay in each other's worlds. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Until next time, friend.